You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, smart down and it's called for another foul. Check Jacko. Come on. Jacko. Jacko's having some fun here. And we are back with another episode of From the Rafters. Sam and I are here recording on a Monday, 10.30 a.m. on the locker room at per usual. Uh, and yeah, there's plenty to talk about. Two Celtics preseason games are both wrapped up. Neither went particularly well. And so we're going to talk about that later on. Might discuss our fantasy basketball rosters as our draft was last night. And uh, yeah, I guess let's just start with that Nets game because, Sam, that was ugly. That was That was not good. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, you know, I was playing, this is a really weird way for me to bring up a point. I was playing 2k last night and I was using the Celtics and they don't have the injuries updated yet. And that team's a lot better when they're healthy. So (laughs) no Kemba, no Kemba hurts, no Tristan Thompson hurts. I mean, think about it. Like they, besides from the Jays, they don't really have anybody to score right now. And it's really, yeah, I know. I mean, and that, that was clear, especially since they haven't been playing very well. Mm-hmm. And something that's not fair is Peyton Pritchard obviously played well in the first game, and then he didn't play as well in the second game, scoring wise. And I feel like after that first game, people are going to expect that of him every game, which just isn't fair. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I feel like Peyton, Peyton Pritchard obviously has the ability to be that scorer off the bench consistently. It's just a matter of if he can get there. Like he's so young, expecting that of him every game isn't fair. And other guys are going to have to score more. Like Jeff Teague's probably going to have to score more. Um, Tristan Thompson's going to help a little bit. But Jalen and Jason specifically just need to keep keep it up, I guess. Because, like, t- I saw Brown play better in that second game. Tatum didn't impress me that much. He scored more, but he didn't do it well. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he caught his rhythm later, but I don't know. I, I wasn't a big fan of neither of them in the first game and Brown slightly in the second game. They, they need to Consistency is the key here and it's mm-hmm. not, it hasn't shown up yet. I mean, I think it might take them. Maybe it takes them to play in the regular season to get going. I don't know. Like you said, Brown looked much better. He was going to the basket. He was looking to make plays. He had a pretty pass. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing is about, you know, this season so far, like we talked about, they don't have anybody between them. One thing about Tatum that kind of did impress me despite he had a poor, poor shooting night um, Friday he was going to the basket and he was getting to the line. He got eight free throws in his limited minutes. So, and that's something I think he's looked to improve on last season. It was one of the things that made him be a better player. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's not like they're taking bad shots, Jack, either. I mean, no. they're just missing open threes, yeah. which isn't great, but it's better than them taking contested <laughs> threes and, you know, not having good shot IQ. So True, yeah. Um, yeah, no, all the threes they're taking are open. It Even Marcus. Just, Marcus took a lot of threes, and it, I think he's shooting, he's shooting too much. But I really don't have an issue with guys shooting open threes. You can't maybe, maybe not super threes. early in the shot clock mm-hmm. if you don't want to shoot that, but... It was just a lot at once. Like, if he had missed a couple, but they, like, they just couldn't make a basket for, like, the first two quarters of the game. So it felt like they were playing a lot worse, maybe, than they were. But at the same time, the Nets just killed us defensively. I mean, like, offensively, too. Like, the Celtics couldn't get a stop. 
like Joe Harris was a bucket. Kevin Durant was on fire. And obviously Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant. So there's not too much you can, you can do about it. But like, it, it was just like the Celtics couldn't get a stop to save their life, especially when the Jays went out. Like, I don't know. Like, what, what, what else can the Celtics do defensively, specifically, once the Jays come out of the game? Because Peyton Pritchard and Aaron e. Smith looked solid defensively, but obviously they're rookies. Grant Williams was okay. But just, I don't know. I think they've it, got work to do. And, you know, it's unfortunate the Celtics got a rough two games to start off the season here. So yeah. we're really not going to see them have some breathing room. I mean, they got to play hard. They got to play well these first two games if they want to win. You know, they're not playing New York. They're playing Milwaukee and yeah. Brooklyn. So it's not going to be easy for them at all. And it sucks because they don't look like they're ready to go yet. They need, they need to get up to speed. <laughs> very true. Very true. Um, something else, obviously. Um, I've always been a huge Shemi fan. Love Shemi Ojolet. Not the wave. <laughs> that was that was. Shemmy's time is up, Jack. I, I, it's close. It's, it's right there. It's about to be because that. Yeah, that I've had know. enough of Shemmy too. I mean, it's here's the thing about Shemmy, and I was actually talking to my friend Ray, who's in our fantasy league yesterday. Mm-hmm. He made an indecent point about Shemmy. If you're gonna keep Shemmy on the or Shemmy whatever on the team, like you, you should start him because really, why? he fits. Because you can just hide him. You have both the Jays on the floor at the beginning of the guess, game. Yeah. You yeah. know, and he's going to play defense. But if you're bringing him off the bench, it doesn't make any sense for him to be in a role like that. Mm-hmm. Because he's in there as a defender. If you start him, you might bring his confidence up a bit. Who knows? I, I don't know. I just feel like you, your window is really limited. Another thing about the starting lineup. I mean, Javante Green, they're starting him. And then... He's not playing anymore after he comes yeah, out of the even game. Even though he looks good, right? Is it just me? He looks solid. And then he just looks doesn't all right. play. He looks better than Semi Ojale. Like, <laughs> like yeah. why isn't he playing over him? I don't know. And obviously, we're going to see the rotation tighten up a little bit as the uh, regular season goes on. But Brad always likes to have deep rotations, I feel like, during the regular season, to some degree at least. So, yeah, he's got he's to figure out what's going on with the lineup here to see who can fit where. Man, I'm pumped to see like a healthy Celtics team though. Yeah. After after playing 2K yesterday, right? <laughs> yeah. Expert I mean, analysis. The last uh, time we saw when was the last time we saw a completely healthy Celtics team? Like the first, the beginning of opening the Sixers night series? last year. Beginners. Uh, be- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sixers. Well, was Romeo? Yeah, Romeo hurt himself, but because mm-hmm. Romeo is what a strange. I mean, people get hurt on this team like it's nothing. Isn't that some shit? It's crazy, dude. I can't think of a team. Maybe it's just because I focus on the Celtics so much. I can't think of a team in the NBA that gets hurt more than the Celtics. I just, and maybe that's bias, but it's, it seems like that. It's crazy. Like it, the past few years have been horrible all the way back to IT. It's just been, it's been tough. You wonder Something if, else. makes you wonder if curses are real. They trade him and then, <laughs> Fuck. you know, they get screwed. Something else I saw was a lot of the time when the second unit came in against the Nets and the Sixers, the ball handling was like in the hands of people it just shouldn't be in. Like Shemi Ojale was handling the ball. Like I, uh, Robert Williams was handling the ball. Like the big man was handling the ball. Like and Teague and Pritchard was playing off ball. Like I want the ball in at the very least one of their hands at all times. You know what I mean? Because Shemi Ojale would just kind of stand there and wait for someone to come to him to take it. And that's just seconds off the shot clock where no one's fucking doing anything. And it just confused me. 
because Shemi should only be there to stand in the corner and shoot it if it's open. And even then, it doesn't often go in. So, like, I don't understand the point of having Shemi usually handle the ball at all, ever. Well, I just just don't – I really don't understand these lineups. Like, Mm -hmm. I understand that if you're Brad, you want to keep your rotations to what they would be with a healthy team. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, why why not start Jeff Teague? I mean, he's been pretty solid in the preseason. And then you could bring Pritchard off the bench, who's also been pretty solid, at least in terms of handling the ball. We didn't even start Neesmith. I mean, I guess he he wasn't in great shape at camp, apparently. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, man. He, he plays hard. Better. That he that's one thing. I, the the most impressive thing about him has been he plays he plays hard. Mm-hmm. Um, we got Celtics fan requesting to speak. Maybe you got some thoughts on this? Can tune in real quick. What's up, man? How you doing, yeah. Celtics fan? What's going on? Right. Not much, man. Uh, no, I'm actually strongly against starting Jeff Teague. Uh, I just think this is the first time since, like, I don't know how, and since, like, I don't know, 26, like, since you've actually had, like, a legit potential six-man, like, that can actually, like, give you instant buckets. So I actually would not. True. I would rather just put, I'd rather just keep him on the bench. Just because I Even feel like now, te- without yeah, Kemba? Yeah, just because so, I feel like you have an upper hand. Like, you can just move smart to the point guard. You just have to tell him to shoot once when, when when he's supposed to shoot. Like, make that clear to him. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. It's just I feel like they got to change something here. I mean, they haven't looked good. Who knows? Brad's probably going to surprise everybody on Wednesday and just gonna be like, "Oh, you know, uh, Peyton Pritchard's going to start at the shooting guard or something like that instead of Javante." Like he's going to he's going to fuck with everybody. I don't mind that. I mean, I don't know. I like Javante in that starting lineup. I just wish he played a little bit more at this point, which is weird to say. I never thought I'd be wishing for more Javante Green minutes at the start of the season, but he plays hard, kind of like you said about Neesmith. and. I don't know. I like Teague off the bench because he does seem to, you know, keep the flow of that second unit going. And I can't imagine what that would look like without Jeff Teague. Like as much he as he was I a like starter Richard, for most of his career, also. So like, yeah. he's like in theory like better than like what you could, what other players could like offer off the bench. Mm-hmm. Like other teams yeah. could have. And whenever Teague comes out of the game and the Jays are out of the game, like we saw that a few times. It was just fucking ugly. Like, I think Teague or one of the Jays has to be in the game at all times if the offense wants to have any chance of staying efficient. Because at that point, it just stalls and looks just ugly and like it's not working. So maybe that's why it's coming off the bench. Yeah, that goes back to, like, like them lacking bench depth. Mm-hmm. But it's then, like, it's like, here's the thing. Like, if, the, say, like, the two draft picks, like, Neesmith or Pritchard develop, like, then you're, like, it's like interesting because it's like if you're if your players develop like you wouldn't be happy we wouldn't be having this conversation. You know what I'm they saying? still like, might. It, mm-hmm. Yeah, the I thing, mean, like the thing about it, them is they got drafted like a month ago. You know what I mean? They haven't yeah. had a lot of time. They haven't had summer league. There's a lot of adjustment to make between college and the NBA, and they haven't had a lot of time to do that yet, unfortunately. Yeah. If they were like, if they were like, for, for, like for example, like if say one of them takes like. A leap, and then like you have Naismith, who's like actually like then becoming like a very serviceable shooter, like a Landry Shamet role. Then like, I think you'd be fine. So it's like it's just like a waiting game, or like if they're ready or not. And Naismith's shot looks nice. Like he didn't get tons of opportunities shooting it, but it looked nice when he did shoot it, which was which was really cool to see. So and, and oh, like yeah. Sam said, he plays super hard, which is just yeah. perfect. For he doesn't himself. hesitate too, which I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just he's just he's he's there to shoot it whenever he gets the ball. Um, something else I don't think we've talked about 
on the podcast yet. What the fuck was Kyrie doing before the game? Like, what, what, what was that? Why was he, you know, fucking with TD Garden? Sam, would you like to chew? Because <laughs> he's a psychopath, moron, <laughs> bastard, whatever you want to call him. Like, every name in the book, that's him. What what was the point of that? You can't. Yeah, I'm cleansing the aura. Shut the fuck up. What do you just come back to TD Garden for the first time to play, and start burning shit all around the court? Like I, I was just baffled as to how he thought that that was okay. I just well, he in defense to him, he did say he was going to do it at every arena. So. It makes it a little less like piss me off, but, but it's still come pissed. on, dude. Like the off. first one you do, it just happens to be TD Garden. Like that's bullshit. no, yeah. Apparently did it, but the game before, and like apparently yeah, they used to have like, cameras native, on them. Yeah, like apparently, like that's like his like Native American ritual. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, interesting. Nah, interesting. Nah. ritual in my ass. Like that was that was. Like like Howard said in the chat, that was absolutely obnoxious. There was no reason for it. Uh, Charles Barkley said it best. Like, you're not like the shit, dude. Just just come on. Like what what? Oh, he just pisses me off. Like he's just obnoxious and extra for no reason. Loves the attention. That's him, man. But can't handle the attention at the same time. I feel like I end up talking about Kyrie on every show, and I hate it. But I love just bashing him. So you know, it's fine. It's whatever. I can't stand him. It's just his whole personality just fucking pisses me off. But, all right, so let's move on from Kyrie. Yeah. Um, Now, my voice has been cracking brutally these last couple days. I don't know what it is. (laughs) I apologize to everybody. I'm a 22-year-old prepubescent boy. Um, Yeah, so let's always have a game on Wednesday against Milwaukee. Yes, sir. Um, Season kicks off. I'm bummed that there aren't fans there. I'd be way more excited. I just hate that there's no fans in the building. It just changes the game. And I don't know. If, did we talk about this the other day, Jack? Like, I mean, Friday's game would have been a sellout if it, if there were fans. Yeah, it would have been. In, really in the preseason. Best. Exactly. It would have been one of the like first times. Yeah, that would have been like the greatest preseason game at the Garden in a while. I know. Like, I don't yeah, think they just... got smoked. <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad there was no fans to see that. It is. Yeah, if there were fans there, the narrative would have been, oh, they shut them up. So thank God. <laughs> thank God there were no fans. But you've got rating MVP, newly uh, extended Giannis that coming to the garden nice. with his new team. And, of course, that ugly motherfucker Chris Middleton will be there. <laughs> bro, oh, he's going for him, 60 man. on us, bro. He's going for 60 on us. Oh, oh yeah. fun fact. He, he actually tra- coaches uh, Aaron Neesmith, believe it or not. He coaches he Aaron Neesmith? Not not coaches, but they're, oh, both they're from friends because they're from yeah, they're from the yeah, South, oh, South Carolina. So like oh, that's so, like good. So what you're saying is the Celtics have their own Aaron Neesmith now? I mean their own Chris Middleton now? Yeah, no, no I maybe think, they do. I think that's a, yeah, I think that's a Ooh, good thing. Ooh, like, I like that. I like the sound of that. We get to bully other teams instead of getting bullied. That sounds fucking beautiful. I hope that's true, man. I hope it Neesmith becomes that. Um, no, yeah. What? So Drew Holiday. Chris Middleton, Giannis, Brooke Lopez, and who the fuck else is going to start on that team? Dante DiVincenzo, we think. That starting lineup, I think, especially with Kemba out, very clearly on paper better than the Celtics starting lineup, and I'm just going to be real. What's the key to stopping that? Is it just slowing down Giannis and hoping Chris Middleton plays bad? Like, what else can they do? I mean, 
It very well could be that. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we talked about starting Semi earlier, and maybe that is part of the answer. He's someone that's defended Giannis in a playoff series before. I'm not saying he's a Giannis stopper by any means, but, I mean, he could be. So would you, you would put Shemi on Giannis? You don't think one of the J- – I don't know. Do you want those guys saving their energy for the offensive end too? People forget that. Like you got to expend energy on defense. I don't know. It's it's very it's very difficult to answer that question. I'd put um, Smart on him. Yeah, you could, but he's just too long. You know, like Marcus will play hard. And he will give him fits. <laughs> yeah, but. no, it's like – yeah, I don't know. I just feel like Jalen will have some at some points in time. Like you'll just have like lapses, and then like you'll like and then like to on defense. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. He looked rough, and I don't know if he wasn't trying. I mean, he got a little bye by Joe Harris. Are you kidding me, Jalen? Jalen yeah. in the preseason game? Are you kidding me? Oh man, I mean, I don't know. Joe Joe Harris was on fire. Maybe we can give a. <laughs> yeah, I got no yeah. dude. Joe Harris is better than I thought. Like he actually like. Or I don't know he if it was just like one game. He got, but. He got a bag in the offseason. Respect to him. But Will Tatum's hair be cut by Wednesday? God, I hope God, so. I fucking hope so. Jesus, that's got to go. That hair is just – it's a curse. It's literally a curse. Have they won with his hair like that ever? I don't think so. They might have won, but he hasn't played well. <clears throat> no, they lost to the Bucks. They lost to the Sixers. They lost to the Nets. Those are the only three games that he's had that haircut, correct? I don't think he had. Well, he had him in those uh, like the scrimmage games too. I don't remember if they won or lost. I think they might have dropped both of them, to be honest. But man, we got to figure something out with Tatum. I don't know. I don't know why he can't get it through his head. He can't have long hair. He's got to go. Not not only should he not have long hair, he should just go bald. Yeah, he's got to go. Maybe he's even better when he's bald. I think that'd be fucking crazy. But he just comes to the TV Garden one day and he's fucking bald. Drops. 60 oh my god that'd be fire oh i mean it's never happened obviously i think he's gonna keep the hair i think he likes the hair it's just unfortunate but i don't know man i don't know war on tice is back talk start talking oh about my that. god that was awful <laughs> if you don't talk- know the war on tice is the officials versus daniel tice and i mean he was getting a terrible whistle against brooklyn and then he wasn't getting it when he was getting yeah. blocked. i don't know man i don't know what he did to the officials but I mean, it is awful. You know what else is real now? The war on Pritchard too. He was yeah. Pritchard's Pritchard's right there with him. Him and Pritchard. Maybe it's because he's a rookie. Oh, I don't know. Maybe they don't yeah, like that's just white a rookie guys. I, I don't understand. <laughs> Maybe they don't like white guys. I mean, there's correlation. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! No, that was. I mean, just, think about it. Can you name one white guy that gets like a favorable whistle? <clears throat> Luca. Does he though? Does oh, he get a really favorable whistle? Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, gets favored. Touch him once, you touch him once. It's it's like a, mm-hmm. it's a flagrant. Thing. Him, LeBron, Giannis, um, who else? Steph, Steph. I think at that at this point, I would say KD. Usually, uh, even though we haven't seen it in a while, like those five guys get the Harden. whistle more than Harden, of course. Let's talk about Harden for yeah, a minute. We can talk about that. Excellent. Um, so Harden. They're, the rumor is they want to get rid of him by opening night. Another rumor is, now I don't know how solid it is, but I did see, and I'm sure you saw as well, Jack, that mm-hmm. the Celtics and the Raptors were the front runners, according to a source to a Houston radio host that he said was reliable or something like that. Very reliable something. Um, I mean, after watching the preseason, I'm more open to it, but not for one of the Jays. I would, I would even give up Marcus, unfortunately, if you have to. Wow. 
Holy shit, Sam, you would trade Marcus Smart. That's he, crazy. I've never I don't know, heard man. you say that. I've never heard you say that. I can't no, believe dude, I just I'm said not, it. We're not going down that road, bro. We couldn't even handle we can't even we can't handle Kyrie. What do you makes you think you can handle handle James Harden? It's also an excellent point. I don't know. Maybe I should rescind that. But it's like I don't dude, know. he's not like it's like he's a star with the personality. It's not like uh it's not like somebody who's gonna like lock in and work. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's not sure. like Yeah, it's not sure. like an Anthony Davis. I mean any like star that's gonna like come in and just be like, All right, I'm here. Like James Harden will be like won't even like show up to practice half the time. <laughs> He's a yeah. big boy. Especially team. since this isn't a pro, uh, what's it called? Preferred destination for him. True. That could be an issue. Did y'all see the um, pictures of him? He's a fatty. I think that was shit. just a bad angle. Uh, that was hilarious, though. I loved it. That was fucking He's always funny. been kind of like out of thick. shape in terms. We'll yeah, like, yeah, he hasn't been in like <laughs> basketball body shape. And he still drops 35. Yeah. Just, I mean, as much as you love him or hate him with the personality, he's just, he's a bucket. He's literally the definition of a walking bucket. And maybe that's what the Celtics need. The price is definitely too high. I mean, but, if you get, no, no, if you were to get him without giving up one of the Jays, you can just put him at point guard. That's not going to happen, though. Because if, I feel like, from what I saw, it was the Celtics would be offering Jalen Brown plus others, and the Raptors would be offering Siakam plus others, which is wild. Which is very dumb of them. Yeah, if they're going to trade for him. I don't think they would do that. If I'm the know. Raptors, I'm not doing that. I don't know. It's just... I, no, I heard Ben Van Simmons. Lee, they're keep, are they keeping Van Vliet? Uh, I would assume so, yeah. Yeah, but Siakam is their whole... Friend, their yeah, I know, but like, it's hard in for, like, you, like Van Vliet was always a number two, right? So, like, you're switching essentially to Siakam. It's just, well, now you've got... If, if you do that... You'd have Lowry, have Siakam, too. Now you've got Lowry and those two as well. I don't know. Oh, it's I just mean, such a strange. Why would they do that? Situation. Oh, I just feel like me. for like like that's what Toronto should like. Given the fact that they have like always like a supporting a good supporting cast, it's always I feel like they're a superstar away. Like Kawhi just came True. and gave them the title. Worked, worked the yeah. first time. I mean, I feel like if they do do the Siakam for Harden trade, I feel like they'd be championship contenders immediately. Like a top top team in the East. I think they could be, be they'd be better than the Nets at that point. And that's a hot take, but I think if the like Siakam for Harden and then like they didn't give up too much of their supporting cast. Like if they kept Ananobi, Van Vliet, Lowry, Baines, and Powell, I think they'd be better than the Nets. Like add James Harden to that roster, that's disgusting. I mean, like you said, Celtics fan, and they're just a superstar away, and that showed that with Kawhi. I think Van Vliet's gonna take a step this season. I think Ananobi's gonna take a step. Yeah, know. but Kawhi plays both ends of the ball. I don't still do that. Still, but that's though. like coaching. I mean, that's like that's why you have Nick Nurse. Yeah. Like he's a good coach. Like you like high Nurse. hard and defensively. I fucking hate Nick Nurse. Um. <laughs> uh. Yeah. No. I, I think the Raptors would be nasty. I think the Sixers should trade Ben Simmons for James. I would Harden do that in a heartbeat. I don't know what the holdup is. I, yeah, I think they should fucking do that. James People Harden really like Ben Embiid. Simmons around the league, but like I don't know, man. No. Like he, I do he's too, shown that he's not willing to improve to. You know, he doesn't I, I want to really, shoot threes, which really could like change ben his Simmons. game. Ben Simmons is the best perimeter defender in the NBA. I mean, you can argue Marcus Smart, but like in terms AD, of AD, AD, I think I'm talking perimeter. I'm talking perimeter overall. I, I defended the perimeter pretty well. Like, I thought, he is. He, I know, but just in terms of his ability to like quickness, length, just pure physical attributes, Ben Simmons is a fucking monster. He can get steals. He can't shoot, but he can drive like a motherfucker. He can play make like he's just 
he's good at everything but shooting. And that's unfortunately the one thing the NBA needs you to do. But he's great at everything. Him having such a mental block not to shoot pisses me off. I know. But it's four years, dude. I know. I know. I would trade him in a heartbeat for James Harden. I don't know why the Sixers are waiting because the Harden and Bead pick and roll might be the scariest thing this league's ever seen. That's just fucking that'd be so fun to watch. Yeah. I would watch Sixers games and I hate the Sixers. Like that Harden and Embiid together would be amazing. But I would love if uh they traded him to Brooklyn, but they traded Kyrie. <laughs> that'd be fucking hilarious. I would love that. I'd be so happy. Because then like I could kind of root for that team if I had to. And, like, I mean, Kyrie, he left to get traded. Like, that would be sensational. I would be so happy. And I feel like if James Harden does get traded, the Rockets are still going to be decent. Like, John Wall looked great in the preseason. We'll see how good they are. I don't know. I think they'll be solid, dude. Christian Wood was great. Christian Wood's, man, I'm I'm pissed the Celtics didn't try and go get him. Yeah. I mean, mean, he ended up getting paid. They did try to get him last year at the deadline. No, no, no. I mean now. Like, in free agency. Yeah, I know, I know. I don't think they would have had the money. Yeah, he well, the original deal they reported was like something they actually could have afforded. Yeah, it's like seven million a year, something like that. Like it wasn't a lot of money, but then he got a little bit more. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Yeah, I know. I mean, Danny tried to get him at the deadline last year with like two first round picks, and the Pistons said no. And then the Pistons just fucking let him walk. So I don't know why they're being dicks about it. Um, Pistons are idiots. They're terribly run organization, but we don't have to talk about that. Um, what else? I feel like there was something else I wanted to talk about uh, the preseason game. Oh yeah, um, fuck Marcus Smart. He he's just aside from the shooting, he's just kind of looked sloppy. Is it just me? Uh, he's just kind of looked like he's just all over the place doing random shit, and it's not working. Yeah, he yeah he's so looked, far. He he's so looked. Far. Not great, and I'm bummed because that's one of my favorite players. I don't know. I think he'll figure it out. I'm sure he'll be fine because he's I, someone that's – he's always kind of got it together when they've needed him to. He's had times where he's been very sloppy. Yeah, Who I really knows? hope this, like, this lump, like what we just saw, like the first two last week in preseason, was like just really just like an effort thing. And like, I don't know, hearing from like the Tristan Thompson interview, I don't know, it seems like every like he was just there to motivate them. Like it just seems like like – I don't know, they're taking too much stuff for granted or something like that, but uh, hopefully it's just an effort I thing. I hope so. I hope I Thompson's hope so. back by Wednesday, too. That's what I was just going to say. I feel like he'll be huge for the Celtics. And we haven't seen they they need stuff. him to be mm-hmm. there. I think he's a game changer. And I, I say it like every show, but I just, if he plays well and they decide they want Robert Williams, I don't see any reason they don't trade Tice. Not that I, I dislike Tice. I, really I think like you could him. say, I think you could say the same about Robert Williams. I think if Robert Williams doesn't live up to expectations, they trade him. I they could, but it doesn't make as much sense to me because he's his contract's up at the end of the season. Is it? I thought it's yeah. two more years. No, because he's or after this year. Because he was Tatum's contract would be up after this. True, season. true, he was true. The year they before can him. they can extend him at the end of this year, but they could also pick up his team option. You're right. You're right. Still, yeah, though, I, don't, I don't. I don't know, man. It, I just unless Tice wants an extension, I don't know if they can do that. But I think they can because he's been here for three years. I was reading something Adam uh, Adam Taylor was talking about, and he's like, Grant Williams has played. 1,022 minutes, and Robert Williams has played 672 or something. Like, the difference already is crazy. He just keeps getting hurt. Grant Williams has looked better. I'm not saying that Grant Williams is the replacement. It's just that 
the fact that he hasn't played so many minutes is how much stock can you put into him being this backup center that the Celtics need? No, I agree. Um, that's why there's a big decision involved. I mean, I don't know. I it the center situation just pisses me off, man, because I don't I don't know what they're gonna do. It doesn't make Grant's sense. actually like on above five. Like yeah, he's good. Like, I can, like against like Adebayo, like they didn't even like Robert Williams didn't stand a chance. Grant Williams was probably the best defender on like a Bam Adebayo. Like from what we saw in the playoffs, because like Williams didn't really get minutes. Like in like he, well, he did get minutes, but it was like mulling like the first half. But in the second half, mm-hmm. like Grant Williams was the guy behind tight. Well, he was he was a for, game changer in the first half in a lot of games, especially in the Toronto series. Oh, yes. He was excellent. So if he could play like that consistently, I think he earns himself a spot on the team. You know, they they're just gonna have some decisions to make. I feel like they already have some decisions to make with the way the preseason went. I mean, you've got to. I mean, injuries are a thing, but I feel like you got to change something. I mean, that was awful. So let's iron out the how, – how many men do you think should be in the rotation? Like an ideal NBA rotation. Do you think 10? Do you think 9, 8? What do you think? Like how many guys should play in a game? Max if, 10. If you're trying to win the game is what I'm saying. You know, you know what I mean? Like obviously Brad Stevens I feel like has larger rotations than other coaches. But if you're trying to win the game, you're saying max of 10 people. So yeah. Ideally okay. 8, probably Fire. max of 10. All right, so eight to ten. Let me. I'm gonna open up my notebook right here. We're gonna iron out this rotation, ready? If we're, if we're Brad Stevens, right? So eight to ten people. We'll start from the best. Obviously the Jays. So JT, JB, Smart, right? Yep. Smart, Tice. What else? Thompson. Thompson. Kemba. Okay. okay we're. I was talking without Kemba. We'll. Oh, right now. Too. All right. Well. All right. Teague. So we'll take Kemba out. Teague. All right, we'll go Teague. Should, should we include Thompson? Assume he's healthy. Yes, the start of the yeah, year? he's, he's going right. to be back. He's so that's one, two, one, two, three, four, five. That's six already. What else? Okay. Grant? <laughs> like, this <laughs> is where it tails bad. off. Um, Neesmith, I think, should play. You think Neesmith should play? Okay. Grant, Grant, Grant's 100% Grant. Play, is 100% Neesmith, playing. Neesmith, Grant... And you have, that's that's eight right there. So then, okay, all right. So let's say then they will go deeper than eight right now. So, so you'll say ten. Pritchard. All right. And Robert Williams. Who uh, did I leave out that you're going to be like? Oh, what about this person? Well, Javante because he's been starting. Uh, uh, I don't know. So JT, JB, Smart, Tice, Thompson, Teague, Neesmith, Grant, Pritchard, Rob Will. Yeah, I mean they, they must see something in Javante for him to be starting all of a sudden. He looks good. He looks good enough. I, it just if you're going to start him, then actually play him. I don't yeah. understand that. But then because uh, they're not ro- putting him in the rotation besides starting, really. But then at that point, he would just be the eleventh man starting and then not getting minutes because all these guys you said you want. Well, if you want to start him, then cut Pritchard out or something. I don't know or Neesmith. I also do, so like it's also different. I feel like because the three center lineup of Thompson T or uh, Thompson uh, Tyson Robert Williams obviously aren't going to play like all separately, you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll, well, they'll all play separately, but they'll split up those 48 minutes equally. So that's almost like it's not actually, like, three individual people in the rotation, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, yeah. they're not going to play on the floor together, I don't think, at all. Um, when Kemba comes back, uh, Henry is asking in the chat. I don't know. I, I don't fucking know what they're going to do because Kemba comes back. I feel like they'll make a trade at that point, or there's going to be a trade at some point in the season. Well, yeah, they're obviously they've got that trade exception. They they've got a trade during the season for something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to mm-hmm. be. Something. It's just I don't know. 
I feel like Pritchard could lose some minutes or Neesmith or one of the young guys. One of the young guys would probably lose minutes. Brad Stevens likes Teague. Um, I think Teague won Boston over, which is funny <laughs> in the preseason. Yeah, I don't know. Teague was excellent that first game. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe it's weird. The, the lineup is just such a conundrum. I really like bringing Smart off the bench or having him play off the ball more than point. I don't know because I've always said I like Smart at point guard. Now he's doing it and I don't like it. I just think he wasn't <laughs> great in the preseason and it's just turned me off. Mm-hmm. I had high hopes for I, I that agree. and it didn't work. I agree. I, it's just maybe it's a preseason thing too. Obviously, we can't. We shouldn't put too too much stock in the preseason. I guess if we start to see it in the first couple games, then I'll get concerned. Right now, I'm just kind of hoping it's a you know get back into the groove of things type of deal. But it, it definitely wasn't encouraging to see Smart play like shit. <laughs> Um, I think I think there's a lot of room to improve on the individual level too. It's not even just as a team. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I think those guys not are not even close to playing where they should be. And it's funny. I get nervous at things like that because I'm like, oh, what if they never figure it out? But these guys have been playing basketball their whole lives. That's just not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, Henry's asking Romeo comes off the bench when he comes back, or do we not know what the fuck to do with Romeo? I don't know. I think he should come off the bench. But yeah, but I don't then think we you, know yet. Like, yeah, he, then who do you cut out of rotation though? We'll see. I mean, you, you'll get to that point. You'll figure it out. I mean, yeah, you'll be like, all right, this one, this guy is not there. He has to also like well. develop something. Like his shot has to look good or two. Yeah, he's like, just confusing. If that doesn't look good. Like you have a problem. There's just too many injuries to get a full like grasp on everything that's happening, I feel like, with the Celtics at this point. It's just everyone keeps getting fucking hurt, and then we don't know what's going to happen. So, it, it, I don't know. It, it frustrates me because – Just remember, to be good. when healthy, this team got much deeper. True, true. And even unhealthy. I mean, they beat the Raptors without Hayward. No, no, I mean, I mean like, as, like this current team. They got they got deeper. Oh yes, yes, yes. One healthy. I thought you. I thought you were talking like a deep playoff run. I'm like the fuck. No, so no, no, been no. In the playoffs. I understand. Yeah, yeah. Bench depth. They have definitely got better. Mean, if you got Kemba, you've got Teague in that six man role, and he's got an appropriate starter ahead of him. Uh, <laughs> you've got either Thompson or Tice coming off the bench. You've got Grant, who has been excellent at times. I mean, you got. New Smith Pritchard off the bench, depending on how they play. I mean, there's just a lot of it's the there's a Brad lot of what ifs right now, and it's if it's Brad tough. fucking plays them, that's the question. It's the wing depth though that it's like probably the most concerning because no one at on depth. That's on what the I'm wing saying. That's what I've been like, saying. It's like he's played like enough basketball or anything to because like mean, everybody there is like young. You know what I'm saying? It's not exactly. Like, there's no vet. Behind there's no that. vet anymore, and I think. The names of Harrison Barnes and I would argue even Otto Porter are fine, but they're nothing like amazing. You just need some solid guy that can shoot and defend, like a three and D guy off the bench that can play that role and just play that role. And I think, I think that'd be fine. It's just a matter of finding that for the TPE. Something I did see was PJ Tucker. It's obviously not a wing in the trade rumor in the trade. He is zone. a wing. Eh, he's a power forward center at this point. I feel like power forward is a wing. Power forward's not a wing. Shooting guard and small forward's a wing. Is Tatum a wing? Yeah, Tatum's also not really a power forward. Like, let's be honest. He came in as a small. Yeah, he came in as a small forward. He just, so, he just ends up playing more at the four. He's a three and D guy, just like you're looking for. <clears throat> yeah, no, I, and I'm saying I would love PJ Tucker. He'd be great on this team. 
And I think you could yeah, scam, I think that's scam the fit. Rockets. And I think you scam the Rockets. Get don't bet, get don't forget, mind you, that there are other trade exceptions besides the massive ones. So that could also yeah. be something. And I think I think they should go for PJ Tucker and then one of like a uh, a Ben McLemore or a Daniel House. And obviously that's not a lot, but that's a veteran off the bench instead of like these young guys. I'm not complaining about the young guys, but having that veteran presence, I think would be good. Off the bench. So I think PJ Tucker and I think that's something you got to wait to do though, because you no, want to yeah, get these yeah. guys out there, especially Neesmith. I think he but is it, someone that they're going to want to play. I don't see why they would have. I mean, the but, whole thing was they're drafting a shooter for need. Yeah, but if they're playing like this throughout the regular season, you got to make a move. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but you know, he he played decent in his minutes, and he's probably only going to get better. And his shot looks really nice. Mm-hmm. Even I though guess. it hasn't been falling, his motion he, is excellent. He's, he's good a very at his shot off the dribble. He's a very good rebounder too, and he's he plays hard. And playing hard is the hard. best thing you can do, especially on this team. People are going to love him. So, I mean, he's someone I want to see get minutes early, even if mm-hmm. they start him, which is something would not surprise me because Brad's a psychopath with his lineups. I just there is no rhyme or reason sometimes to what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, Javon, I we were we were trying to figure out who was going to start. And then he just drops Javante on us. And I don't know. Maybe he's the reason he's not playing too much is because he's just inserted into that starting role. So the Celtics have a starter there and they don't have to start one of the rookies because Brad's weird. Yeah, <laughs> like maybe that's just it. I don't know. Um, so I have Twitter up, obviously, um, just looking at stuff, seeing if anything happens. And I saw Tim Duncan trending, right? I was thought, that's weird. Oh, I know what this is. You see yeah, this? I saw this yesterday. Why? Why is that a thing? So people are discussing it because everyone's trying to say that Anthony Davis is better. And that's the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. Like, what? Like, he's they, just, they think he's better than KG, too, and that pisses me he's off. He's not. He The dude wins one fucking championship, and he goes off saying he's better than Legend. Part of it's like, the mindset, too. Works. Like, he is not... Um, I don't know what the word is. I, I don't want to say a winner because they just won, but... He doesn't have the do whatever it takes. You can't I mean, put he, him on a team was, by himself. And he was complaining about playing center. Like, dude, you're he's seven feet tall. And don't get me wrong. Anthony is fucking amazing. He's, he's a very, very, very fucking good basketball player. Generational talent. I think a top five player in the NBA, clearly. But he's not yeah. better than Tim Duncan, who is a top 20 player of all time. Like, that, you can't. You can't no, put Duncan's the top, top, like you could argue top six. Top I'd agree Yeah, as well. he's a beast. But he's, I'm probably, saying, he's like, the best top power forward is like too big. Like exactly. Too... My point is Anthony Davis is very far from close to sniffing the top 20. And to put him in the same conversation as Tim Duncan is fucking crazy. So I just saw that and I thought it was stupid and I wanted to bring it up. <clears throat> um, Tim Duncan has more wins in his career than the Minnesota Timberwolves do as a franchise, which is hilarious and Timberwolves are bad and I thought that was funny. It's crazy. Tough, I don't know it? if you guys knew this, but Tim Duncan does not have a defensive player of the year award. Really? Yeah. And it makes it makes two MVPs, doesn't he? Yeah, he has two MVPs. He has fifteen time all defensive. He just doesn't have a de- defensive player of the year award. I found that Jeez. pretty bizarre. That's kind of wild. Yeah. That is weird. I don't know. Tim Duncan's one of the best players of all time, so I, I, just fucking stop. These Instagram kids. It's the Instagram kids that do it, right? They're, they just, they're leaking onto Twitter now. They're making their way. They just start saying, like, oh, uh, Carmelo Anthony's better than Larry Bird. Uh, the, yeah, the Anthony Larry ever. Bird people get me every time. That they think don't they don't think Bird is very good. Like, come on, man. That's why. You, you ever see the man play, like, a, you ever watch, like, a full game of Larry? Like, he's insane. Of course they haven't. No fucking chance they have. 
I don't know. It's just uh, I can't stand it. Face. We should we should have asked um we should ask Chelsea that earlier last we week. Should. He would have went nuts. The worst though, I have he, to say. He loves Face- Larry Bird. Facebook is the worst basketball platform I've seen in my life. It's dude. <laughs> it it is it is so 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 bad. They're like I, I saw a legitimate like genuine post saying that. Why is everybody saying that the Celtics need a center when Taco Falls on the team? I, and like they were like genuine, like completely. Yeah, serious. I want to root for Taco more than anybody, but but dude, no, he's not. He's, he's not, not ready yet. Already. No, dude, he's a dude. He's only here on the team because he's a mean bro. There's literally no other reason why they use him. Well, yes. From everything I've heard from the team, you know, not that I have sources, but everything I've seen on Twitter about like people talking about him, he works hard. So they must think there's upside there, which there is if he improves. I mean, uh, yeah, but like as a rotation player, like I just don't see. As it. of right now, he's not anything to be played. And especially no. from like age perspective too. Like I don't know if like at seven, like unless you're stretching. Unless yeah, you're he's like, like 25. People don't know yeah. that either. Unless you're like stretching like like KP on the Dallas, like you're like at seven foot, it's like impossible to play in this league. Something else and, I saw on Facebook, right? They don't understand the concept that the other team has to agree to the trade too. So they're throwing out shit like, oh, Kemba for James Harden and a pick. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, the Rockets have to agree to the trade, too. And he's like, yeah, no, I don't think I'd mind this. I was like, no shit, you wouldn't mind it because the Celtics aren't giving up anything. Like, uh, it's I'm, I'm trying to scroll through in, the fucking In fairness pages. to those people, that person. Mm-hmm. So the Rockets, <clears throat> do they really, though? I mean, Harden's under contract for a couple years. But like he's being a problem. Like they got to get rid of him. So they they really can't. They don't hold the cards, even though they kind of do hold the cards. It's just like I don't know if he's going to be a problem. They kind of have to trade him. So their backs are kind of against the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're in a corner on this one. I'm not saying they would trade him for something like that because there are other teams interested in him. I don't yeah, know. I when when the deal comes out, people are going to be like, dude, like they got him for nothing. Whoever, whoever it is, like people are going to be like, really, that's it? Yeah, I think it could end up being something like that. But I also don't think they'll do, they'll do much. Like, I, I feel like they'd keep him on the team rather than trade him for not enough. Yeah, I think, and I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, even if he's being a prick, like I would just do it despite him at this point. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking through. I'm trying to find something crazy. I'm telling you, like I'm not backing like off of it. I think they should trade him to like a dumpster fire team. Like send them to Detroit. They're not set, gonna though. Set, why? Those because teams have plenty could, to offer. Like who? Like what? What package? You okay, Detroit. In? You've got Killian Hayes, who's a rookie. Top. I don't 10 think pick. Detroit. Detroit wouldn't do that though. Why wouldn't they? Because that doesn't make them a championship. Now you have James team. Harden and Blake Griffin. That's James not good Harden's enough to win a championship. Top though. five player in the league. But that's not good enough to win a championship. Okay, but all right. So you've got those two guys, and then you've got. Harden under contract for three years. You have plenty of chances to build around them. They're not really locked up on any shit contracts with besides mm-hmm. Grant. Or you could say another team like Sacramento probably wouldn't give up um, Fox, De'Aaron Fox. Um, and if anybody's going to do it, it's the Knicks because they're desperate for talent. The and Knicks could absolutely do it. They'd end up getting and they have, like, let's see, you give up RJ, RJ. Barrett, top and picks, whatever for Harden. And, and then, then you, you because you're in New York, you can you can bank on next off season. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think which the is something do they it. do quite often. Mind I think you. the they Nuggets like, should do it. Yeah, I don't care. Send him somewhere he doesn't want to go. He's being an asshole. 
at that guy. <laughs> no, he is. I know, I know, I know. I don't like this whole the players control thing. You play basketball for a living. You signed a contract. You need to fulfill that contract. You need to not complain about it. You're getting paid to play professional basketball. Especially James Harden. because You don't want to play for the Rockets? Go play for Barcelona. The Rockets have literally done every single thing James Harden has asked since he's gotten there. He's a prick. Everything. And he's just being an asshole. I can't believe I was talking about bringing him to the Celtics and I'm all fired up. I think he'd fit well with John Wall, too. That's the funny part. Like, I feel like him and John Wall would be dynamic. But oh, why mm-hmm. did I just do that? Oh, what'd you do? You play poker called still? A huge, yeah, I called a huge thing and I wasn't paying attention. You're fucked. Oh, I have like a lot of money, but um, but yeah, something else I think to wrap up the show, sort of. Um, Sam and I had our fantasy basketball draft last night mm. in our league. Some um, of you were present. Smarf Waters in the league. Celtics fan was in the locker room for that last yeah. night. It was a blast. You missed out, Jack. I know, I know. I was unfortunately unable to be there. Let, let's uh, no, no, no. Before we start, you have some explaining to do. I okay, mean, you you said you could not go to Buffalo Wild Wings with your good friends, correct, Liam and, and Danny. So but then, then you are out at a friend's house. Yeah, I because I go to one place. Like I, I go to my that one friend's house and back, and I don't, I don't go in public because of COVID. So I don't, I don't go like to public places anymore because mm-hmm. you know family health concerns. I understand that. Yeah, I know it about happens. that. So unfortunately, I would have gone if, if it was completely my choice. I'd have gone to B Dubs, and I, I told Liam that. Unfortunately, but you know, not I don't get to make every decision by myself. Unfortunately, but it is what it is. That that was my reasoning. I did okay. the draft mode. fantasy basketball. Yes, sir. How I do you feel about your teams? Balls. I know, I know. I, I think I did. It. I think I did okay. Actually, I got I two of the best roster. centers in the league, which is big for fantasy <laughs> basketball. I'm in a league with the um. The Hornets people too. I read for the Hornets. Are you? Mm. Yeah, and I had my team on auto draft accident because I was driving, and I got Cat and Embiid. Funny. Did enough. you really? <laughs> I did. Yeah, but I'm pissed because I didn't want to take two centers. But I think it was no. Nah, taking two centers fine. is fine. <clears throat> I picked up. Who was your first round pick, Sam? Uh, Cat. Was it Cat? I think it was yeah, Cat. I, think so. I, I got, wanted to pick Jokic, but yeah, I got Anthony took Davis. Him. I was hyped. I, I was Anthony pissed at Ray. He picked Jalen Brown out of nowhere. Like I was going to pick him with my next pick. Because he was so far down the list. And I was like, oh, like, I can wait because I don't think anybody's seen that. And then he picked him. And I was like, dude, you got to be kidding me. Yep. <clears throat> so what's your top three? Who are your top three players? Because I think my top three. Embiid, Towns. Um, oh, my God. Who else do I have? I have Paul George. I have. I'll pull oh, I, have, I, have, right now. I have John Moran. That's a nice pick. I was too. eyeing him. But he's going to do everything for that team. <clears throat> I took Russell Westbrook, who I thought was really good because I feel like he's just a stat filler, which is mm-hmm. exactly what you need. So I didn't want to take Green. John Morant, too. Um, what's your team, Tommy Points? Let's see. Yeah. <clears throat> your team is John Morant, CJ, Paul George, Jaron Jackson, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, Chris Paul, Karis LeVert, Joel Embiid, Marcus Mark, Colin Sexton. That's not bad. That's solid. Yeah. And um, what's it called? We'll, we'll do something with, like, everybody's teams. We'll, like, post them on Twitter or something, have people mm-hmm. rank them. Yeah. Um, KJ suggested that yesterday. That's a pretty good idea. <laughs> we'll say. Uh, as much as I shit on him for not knowing, Danny Hanley's team looks really nice. <laughs> Danny pissed me off. He picked somebody that I wanted. I don't remember he who took, it was. He's he got Jamal Murray, Bradley Beal, Tobias Harris, Zion, and Jokic. It was Zion. I was that's, heated when he that's picked a, Zion. That's a solid team. I was so mad when he picked him because I was going to pick him. I'm, I'm about to look through everybody else's. 
Um, Samar Fodder's starting five is looking like Luca, Cam Reddish, TJ Warren, Davis Bertans, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert's contract is ridiculous, but that's a decent pick because he gets blocks. Rudy Gobert's contract is terrible. Like, obviously, that has no effect on fantasy <laughs> basketball, but that's just a, a little my my own take. That that was, that was ridiculous. <clears throat> uh, your friend Ray's team: Steph Curry, Jalen, Michael Porter Jr., Brandon Clark, DeAndre Aiden. Then he's got Trey Young on the bench. That's a nice team. And then he's got Mitchell Robinson too for the blocks. That's that's a real nice team. Mm. I can fuck with that. Um, what else? Let's see. We got. Evan Singleton, have guy Boston. What's his team looking like? Who's he there at the draft? He was there for some of it. <clears throat> gotcha. He's got Dame, uh, D Book, DeMar DeRozan, Montres Harrell, Bam Adebayo. Wow. That's actually a really nice starting five. I fuck with it. Let's see. Then we got Dante. Dante on deck. Is he still Dante on deck on Twitter? I think he is. Yeah. Um, Kyle Lowry, Drew Holiday, LeBron. KD, he was he was auto drafted. He got LeBron and KD on auto draft. Yeah, he had back-to-back picks in the first round, and uh, Damn. both those dudes slipped. That's fucked. <laughs> um, that's I didn't the- pick either of them because I thought about load ma- load management. And I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, they're gonna sit out. Yeah, games. I'm yeah. Gonna be pissed. Um, Tim Shields, uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Demonte Sabonis, Christian Wood. That's nasty. That that might be the best starting five in the league. I think. I, I would argue that that could be the best starting. Who's five on in the my league. team? Uh, let me look right now. In terms of starting five, I mean, because obviously you have been beat off the bench, and that's one thing. But um, let me look. I was getting to you. I have Ja. <clears throat> ja uh, Morant, CJ McCollum, Paul George, Jaron Jackson, Carl Anthony Towns. And Jaron Jackson's hurt, by the way. How hurt? Um, he's coming off a meniscus tear, I think. Oh, I did not know that. Yes, I did sir. not know that. I'm pretty sure he tore his meniscus. Oh, I was, yeah. so, I was got, so much he, more confident. <laughs> he underwent surgery for a torn meniscus in August. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I reached on him. Now I'm pissed. I did no, not I, know that. I just thought the injured thing was like, you know, they were some, just saying yeah, that because he sat out a game. It depends on some players. He'll be good when he comes back. It's just I don't know how long it's going to take him. Oh, <clears> man, um, that's not great. Oh, KJ Doyle, his team, Ben Simmons, Chris Middleton, Jason Tatum, Siakam, Steven Adams. That's really good. I fuck with it. Um, and then I think there's one more team I haven't gone over before my own. Um, yeah, we have two teams called Bumble Hates Poor People, which is funny. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, dude, like, how did Liam get like more more picks than me? Like, how is he picking before me twice? One's Danny. Liam's team is Kyrie, Zach Levine, Jimmy Butler, Giannis, and Yusuf Nurkic, and then John Walt. The fact that he is Kyrie makes me hate him immediately, though. He apologized for that, did he? Yeah. Uh, and then I like my team. My team is Russell Westbrook, Donovan Mitchell, Robert Covington, Anthony Davis, John Collins. And I was very hot. Uh, you happy picked with that. Robert Covington super early. I don't think so, dude. I think he's going to have a big, big, big season with the Trailblazers. I think he's yeah. going to put up a lot of a lot of numbers there. And th- something I was looking at, you get points and you get four points per steal and four points for block, which is just that's like where the value is, in my opinion. So I took defense a lot. I went for defense a lot. Like, obviously, I think AD's fucking a monster. You also get a lot for double-double, triple-doubles. Exactly. And Robert Covington, I think, is going to get 10 and 10. I think he could be a 10 and 10. Dude. He's playing with Nurkic. He's not going to get 10 rebounds every game. Hey, man. I have a... He might not even get 10 points per game. I disagree completely. He's going to be a role player. He's playing with Blazers, man. I don't know. I would argue he's the third scoring option on that team. Him and Nurkic. I should at least be like tied for that. Uh, I got John Collins too. He's gonna put up twenty a night. 
I think. Obviously, I didn't even think of John Collins. I love mm-hmm. John Collins. He's going to put the rebounds up, too. I think I'll average a double-double. He's a double-double machine. Um, and then, so will uh, Russell Westbrook's going to be a double-double oh, double double machine. Yeah. Donovan I didn't Mitchell's think of that gonna... when I saw him there, and I was oh, like, yeah. oh. Yeah, I, I got Anthony Davis for the double doubles, Russell Westbrook for the triple doubles, Donovan Mitchell for the 30 point games, Robert Covington for the defense and John Collin for the double doubles. And then I got Malcolm Brogdon off the bench for the steals and the assists. I got DeJounte Murray. I got Evan Fournier, you know, the killer. Um, and then a bunch of other guys, Josh Richardson on the Mavs. He'll be solid. And obviously I had to pick up Grant Williams for the sake of my team name. Gotta love Grant. But yeah. Overall, I was happy with my draft. We'll we'll see what happens. I was looking at the free agency market though, and obviously I don't want to, you know, release anything else. But I feel like there's a couple guys in there that I could could look to, you know, snag, steal them before anybody else does. Mm. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I don't think there's anything else I uh, wanted to talk about today. Is there anything you can think of? No, it's still early. <laughs> yeah, it's very it's early. Tough. It's tough. I think early, this man. is going to be. About where we wrap up the show. Uh, Celtics fan, if you're still here, is there anything else you want to say before we, you know, wrap this up? Appreciate you coming up to talk. Oh, no, nah, man. Uh, just probably waiting for the season to start just so oh, I can yeah. get a better grasp of what I'm watching Hell yeah. <laughs> from the Celtics. Good point. <laughs> we all yeah, want that. It's tough. Like, we're doing shows off of two preseason games and, like, yeah. I don't know. It, it's hard to, like, keep talking about it. It's like, uh, I mean, how, how important is it? What's it called? Before we go um, – one thing, Jack, is Celtics sure. play Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We doing uh, within heckling distance early? Yeah, day? we'll figure out a time for that. Okay, I figure we can do it either the Tuesday or Thursday or work around it. All right. Um, but yeah, other than that, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Jack Simone NBA. Follow us at Bannertown USA. I appreciate y'all listening live. We're live on the locker room at ten thirty a.m. on Mondays. It's early for us, but <laughs> we get up and we do it because we like doing the show. And, uh, mm. and yeah, Sam, wrap us up. Yeah, uh, follow Jack, follow me, follow Bannertown. Uh, my Twitter is at Sam LaFrance, every NBA. Jeez. <laughs> uh, that's our show for today. Bye.